Welcome to the Solistic Vibes podcast, where we come together to have conscious conversations about life, growth, and expansion. Your host, Jen Gagnon, is a wellness mentor and loves having deep, meaningful conversations with like-minded souls. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to episode four of the Solistic Vibes podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm excited today to share um, the podcast with Eva and I'm excited to hear what she has to share with us today. So Eva, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and your journey to get there. Oh, well, hello everyone. And thank you very much for having me here. And that's very exciting. And honestly, I'm a little nervous right now, but as I start talking, I'm sure that nervousness will kind of fade away. So my name is Eva and uh, I have a full-time job currently, but on the side, I started uh, to teach field of fear training courses, workshops. And um, how did I get there? Probably some of you have heard of the book, Field of Fear and Do It Anyway. The book was written by Susan Jeffers, PhD, back in 1987. But before that, actually, she started to teach those workshops. And because of the success of the workshops, she decided to write a book. So that when the book first came out was in 1987. Um, so I came across with the book in 2009, and I believe Louise L. Hay was the one who talked about Susan Jeffers and as a lady who wrote the whole book about fear. So well, obviously I was very interested in, because I knew that love and fear don't go hand in hand. So you either love yourself fully or you have the fear within you which is actually doesn't allow you to to love yourself fully so I knew I had to work on fear so I read the book at that time it gave me tips and it was wonderful and I enjoyed it very much but because life happened that book just ended up on the shelf right within the I mean among the other self-help self-development books so a couple of years later well in the meantime we moved to Canada from Ireland and I was born actually originally in Hungary <laughs> so that's a little journey there mm-hmm. but uh, when I was laid off again from my full-time job it made me realize that it doesn't matter how responsibly I'm doing my job or how well I'm doing my job there is always something which can happen outside of my control in this case, the company was sold, so I didn't have a job because the new company didn't need accountants. So then I realized that it's really time to find something which I can I can do, which is fully my responsibility, but also gives me the pleasure to do and, well, obviously the income as well. So I read the Field of Fear newsletter, and at the bottom of it, I discovered that actually they license instructors so they can teach those workshops of course it took me a couple of months until i finally made the decision (laughs) but i did and then i ended up getting the license so now i have the license to teach those workshops and yes i taught workshops for some of my friends and family members i ran group coachings as well with with, uh, some women and it was actually a very funny story because uh, two ladies signed up for the workshop. And one of them said that 
oh, I'm just coming because my friend wants to do it. So, you know, she doesn't want to be alone. So I'm just going to join. And I said, okay, fine. And then I remember we met in person because they live in the same city as I am. And she said at the time that, oh, I have no fear. You know, I'm that kind of person who is courageous. Whenever something needs to be done, I'm just getting out there and I'm doing it. And I said, that's wonderful. That's the whole thing, right? That's the whole point. You either fear and feel stuck or you have the courage to move on. And despite of your fear, you still take actions, right? So then we did the, the workshops and I'm sure that she was the one who took away more because mm-hmm. as we went through all the exercises, she realized, oh, that's that's a fear too. I have that. Oh, I'm afraid of that one too. Oh, let me just see. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. That's me too. So it was very interesting how the whole thing turned out. And that showed me that, yes, people have fear. Everybody has it how much you deny that's not your business mm-hmm. and <laughs> i think sometimes you we don't it. recognize the fears we have right until we're asked a question or something's brought to our attention or we take a step back and just take a different perspective for once right because the fear sometimes is so ingrained in us that it becomes part of who we are so it's not something that we necessarily see because it's just something we embody which is interesting that is true and probably that's what happened to her but at least she was off open right she had yes. the courage to sign up <laughs> because that's the <laughs> other thing you yes. have the courage to sign up when people hear the word fear and fear the fear and do it anyway that oh fear no i don't want to go there <laughs> mm-hmm. so so yes that's what i'm doing i i still have the full-time job and on the side i'm coming over my own fears and I'm spreading the good news that these are tools which everybody can learn. It's easy to implement into your everyday life. And once you make a habit of those things, it's just same positive thinking, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's really the same thing what everybody else in this industry, let's say, talk about. It's just a tiny bit of a different perspective or a different approach. Mm-hmm. And right? I think, too, so, we all come from different experiences. So we have different views and experiences to bring to the table i think when it comes to working with clients which is which is great because you know we all need that that one person we can connect with um how has this how has taking the license actually helped you progress do you feel what have you seen as let's say the major shifts for you personally as you took this course because when we take these courses inevitably we're doing the work that we're going to teach our clients at some point that is really true and the interesting thing about that when I started to work with business coaches they always said what is the most important thing you took away from the course just like you but you know what it didn't come right away it took me months and even years until I finally started to see that the seed whatever was planted years ago it's finally start to blooming right it becomes a flower or even like a huge tree we could say that as well so for me to that to be myself to really start loving that person who is me and it's interesting because well my husband you know when your girlfriends are asking you that okay so why why do you love him, right? What is in it what you see in him? And my answer was always that he doesn't care that I'm silly and running around laughing. And then the next 
okay, maybe he gets scared if I start suddenly crying about something, <laughs> definitely. But 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 he respects me, you know, he supports my growth and he is with me. So he is not trying to change me, but but he accepts me and loves me as I am. But I did not do that, right, with myself. So that course definitely helped me to see that it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to 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 do these things or to have a different opinion than someone else. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. Or it's okay to say no to my daughter when she wants to be picked up at the train station and I have no time. And instead of just, you know, panicking that, oh my gosh, what am I going to do that? Or I'm a bad mother if I don't do that. Actually, she respects my time if I tell her, no, this is just not the right time and I cannot do that. And those little experiences actually became that big bubble when you just realize that that's part of you, Mm -hmm. right? When you can stand up for yourself, when it's time to ask for a raise at work and you're not shy because you have the confidence that, yes, you contributed to the company's Mm -hmm. growth. So now it's time to bring it to the next level so they're going to appreciate you and it's okay to ask for it what can mm-hmm. exactly you know you're worth being a bad mom or a bad person or so that's that's a huge part of self-love and, and people don't always see it because it's not something that we think about every day it's interesting you say because I recently started Ayurveda, well, not recently, a couple of months ago, an Ayurveda diet, and I'm very interested in that one. But again, you know, you need to eliminate certain fruits. That mm-hmm. means if you have a husband who is a chef and also a pastry chef, <laughs> lucky me, I know. <laughs> but it's it's a great challenge when he's making a wonderful meal and you just cannot be the part of it. And he needs to kind of understand that well, yes, you're not going to eat that much beef as you ate before because you're going to eat more vegetables instead Mm -hmm. or you're going to do your own meal. So these are all, again, as you said, boundaries and how you are able to stand up for your needs because you realize that if you want to make some preventional steps for your future health, then you need to do that. And in order to do that, you need to face with the fact that Oh, well, you're the one who's going to the restaurant and going to pick on some fruits, right? When when your husband is a chef and he knows how. <laughs> some guests can be, right? Some customers can be with that. Yes. So anyway, it is an interesting journey. And, mm-hmm. and definitely these are great advantages. As you said, you don't realize. Yeah. Just as yeah. time it's, goes by. There's a lot of growth mm-hmm. that we experience, which is always amazing when we're learning new modalities or new information. I feel like we were talking earlier and it's that onion that we keep peeling layers back. And the more we get to know ourselves, the more we find things that we get to work on. And it's not, you know, sometimes we say, oh, but I should have learned that lesson, right? We kind of, we beat down on ourselves, but it's like, no, we're, we're, the lesson's coming to us, but our level of awareness is so much different than it was the last time. And so we, we just get to move through these layers in a different way which is when we can take a step back and see it that way versus, oh, I should know it already. There's this beautiful process. I feel in the learning we were saying earlier, where we can see the challenges and the triggers and we can see them as something not beautiful at the moment sometimes, but we can, we can quickly see how they help us grow and expand even more. 
Yes, exactly. And then one of the modules within Field of Fear is about that, actually, that learn from every situation, learn from every negative things, what happens to you throughout life, right? And as you learn how to handle those things, they are not that terrible. They are just one more challenge, is one more opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly, you know, they say that your goal is not really the goal, what you see at the end of the road. Your goal is enjoying the journey yes. which leads you there. Yes. Right? But without fear, or I mean with fear, how can mm-hmm. you make that journey joyful? You cannot, right? So this really self-growth is not going to happen without overcoming your fears. Yes. And then moving forward. Yes. That and I really I true. still feel the fear, the fears still will seep in even when you've worked at it for a long time because you have, you know, a new situation come up or, you know, you're just coming at it with a different energy and it's like, you feel the fear coming up, but the the beautiful thing is, is with a heightened level of awareness, again, you can see that fear coming, right. And you can Mm -hmm. kind of recognize it and you can, you can dance with it. And then it's, it's really recognizing, will I allow this to hold me back or am I still going to propulse myself forward? You know, I I think the, the biggest regret we all have or could have is not taking a chance we felt the nudge to take, you know, we sometimes tend to follow the logic in our mind, which, you know, is is often led by fear versus following our hearts, you know, which often know where we should be going. Exactly. And you know, what just came to me years ago when I participated in one of your workshops, one of your courses, we were talking about intuition, right? And listen to our hearts. Mm-hmm. And we did that meditation together. And you mentioned that you kind of pictured the dolphin to mm-hmm. get appeared whenever you have the answer, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And I was so jealous that, oh my gosh, she can picture a dolphin and she actually gets the sign of a dolphin. <laughs> and I have nothing like that. And uh, so you need to think, you need to recall those memories when you actually listened to your intuition and then it turned out that it was right, right? Yes. But But how many layers we've, put on our intuition not listening mm-hmm. to it right because it's criticism right other people what they are going to talk uh, say mm-hmm. about us and again back to fear yeah right? not listening it's the fear of judgment own. the fear of not being understood the fear of making the wrong choice right what if what if i do this but that wasn't what i was meant to be and i think we forget for many of us is that everything is happening exactly as it should at the right time for our growth always and when we when we start living that truth, then it doesn't matter if we make the wrong choice because it wasn't the wrong choice, right? It was the right choice. It just led us to a different experience. And and most times we needed that experience to make us feel that way, to recognize what it is that we truly wanted. And so if we start seeing our path as stepping stones, if we see the challenges as just something more that allows us to grow. Because I think a lot of people have this misconception of this whole journey. Like we're going to get to an end point at some time and we're going to get to the top of that mountain and, and it's going to be the end. And then, but the the top of the mountain is always, always escaping us because the more we grow, yes. the more we unpack, the more we unpack, the more we grow. It, it, it It's really like a dance with life, right? Until our last breath. And so I know for me personally, the moment I was able to recognize that there, there is no end game, 
right? The game is Mm -hmm. being present here in the moment and living life to its fullest, to the best of my ability. And when I take a step sideways, that's okay, right? I learned something new today. Did it, did it bring me closer to my goals or further? And if it took me further, then tomorrow I'm going to make a different choice. But I think so many people get caught up and I made a mistake. I failed. I fell. Mm-hmm. And they, they allow that to sabotage and to stay down. And I always say, you never fail, you learn or you grow, right? The only time we truly fail is when we give up and we, we wave our white flag and say, I'm done. I quit. That is true. And criticism is, is a big one here, right? And I mm-hmm. remember how I was raised. I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. And why? Because conditional love, right? I was, mm-hmm. when I was a good child, when I was obedient, I was lovable and well, they showed me that I was loved. But if I made a mistake, how could I do that? And then when you do that to yourself and you start blaming yourself, that's you are not actually allow yourself to make mistakes. And as you said, you prevent yourself from very valuable lessons for yes. growth. Yeah. And, and, and that, when, that was a big thing. And then knowing that the way your parents raised you is most likely the way they were raised, right? They were passing along what they knew, right? If they didn't do the work, then they didn't know better and they were doing the best they could with the information and the experiences they had. And so for you to be able to break those patterns and to to kind of take a step back and, and see the things that you didn't want to repeat is is huge. You know, we often say there, you know, there's, there's always a person in the family who's going to break the patterns and break the cycles. And, and by doing the work, you know, inevitably your daughter reaps the benefits, your husband, anybody, your family, right. Anybody who's around you is going to have those subtle shifts. And and sometimes, you know, people say, oh, well, my family isn't changing or I don't see a difference. And I always say it, it's never a big change until it becomes a big change, right? There's subtle shifts and everybody's shifting at the speed that they're meant to. And if we, if we love unconditionally and we remove judgment, right, they're all doing exactly what they need to be doing in the moment. And if we're doing what we feel is right, and we do it from our heart with unconditional love, then that's all that matters because we know that we're spreading love right? We're, we're sowing seeds in their hearts and whatever comes from it is, is exactly what it should be. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. It's really well said and I agree. And it just reminded me of negative thinking, positive thinking, negative mindset, positive mindset, right? How true that is. And again, how many levels of this one has and how easily we believe the negative first right? Mm -hmm. Instead of the negative. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, just amazing. I think the thought patterns we're we're used to is what we revert to. You know, if we have a family member or a friend or or somebody who typically brings negativity into our space, it's kind of what we expect subconsciously. And when we start doing the work on ourselves, we start shifting, we start shifting our perspective, but there's always the patterns and and the beliefs that we have, right. That we still get to shift. And so when those people come into our space, it's like, we expect it. And therefore that's what our reality is. And then when you recognize it and you're like, Oh, wait a minute today, that's not what I'm available for. 
today, the interactions I'm going to have with that person are going to be different. And the minute you start believing it, the minute you start seeing that shift. And for me, that's been incredible in so many different aspects with so many different people. I don't know about you, but. You know, I totally agree. Today, actually, I had a very similar experience. I received a mail from one of our customers and, you know, how he approached the whole question. I would usually say it wasn't polite. It was just very fact driven. There was no thank you. There was no anything like that. Right. So first I started to say those things and oh he didn't even say thank you or or anything like that and then I said well okay his English is not as perfect and I should know because my I'm not a native speaker either so <laughs> my English is not perfect either so maybe he doesn't know all, all the words or he just doesn't like to, to write long emails or whatever his reason is he didn't have time and so on so I but the point is that I shifted my thought patterns from this so i just responded to his inquiry i sent off the email and right away i got it back thank you so much and i bet you it was because my energy shifted Mm -hmm. and i i always think about that whenever you hear a bad news if you consider it in any way and make it yourself make it to yourself right because well when you're engaged into it that you already let that negative energy into it right let something bad happens you know earthquake or anything like that millions of people get injured or thousands or you know the fires here in in canada right Mm -hmm. it was very relevant throughout the summer so you can do right choice choose and get into that negative thinking and start saying that oh this is terrible and i'm not saying it is not right Mm -hmm. because people who are losing their homes is definitely not the best life experience what they they want or i'm always thinking the animals as well right they need to escape from the fire so that's Mm -hmm. definitely but i'm not sure that they would consider it as a negative or positive experience they just you know run for survival but my point is that once you realize that whenever you make this thought pattern for yourself and you're just contributing to it more Mm -hmm. right but if you shift and if you start thinking of all the wonderful people who are actually helping to fight the fire or who are helping those people to actually share their homes with them or give them food if you highlight that aspect of the thing then you realize that how many helpful wonderful people are out there Mm -hmm. in the world yeah. And that's it's, again just the shift it's of It's amazing. Yes. Thoughts. And it changes a lot. Mm-hmm. I've I started doing this years back when I started on my journey because I remember I would go to a store and somebody would be, you know, in a mood, a cashier. And I, you know, my first thought was, well, if you didn't want to come to work today and, you know, your job is in customer service, then you should have stayed home. And then I started doing the work and, you know, I recognized, well, this person might be having a bad day. Perhaps they got into an argument with their spouse. Maybe somebody's sick and they're really nervous. There's all these things that we don't know. Right. So to, to, to say that was a completely free judgment. And so every day since that moment, the moment somebody seems like they're upset or they're moody. The first thing that comes to mind is I send you so much love from my heart space to yours. Anything that you're going through right now, I really send you love because I don't know what that person's going through. Right. And I, 99% of the time, the energy of that person's person shifts within seconds of me. The moment I start thinking, right. I send you love unconditional from my heart space to yours for anything that you're going through. 
the 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 energy shifts immediately and it's just the most mind blowing thing for me because it was a free judgment on my part right and it was just me not being open or observing anything other than I needed them to do their job and they weren't doing it with a smile. And I was like, how many times have I had a bad day? Right. And then you start, (laughs) when you start doing the work, you start analyzing and the more aware you become, you become aware of your thoughts. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. That's not, that's not what I'm doing right now. Right. We're shifting. And when you shift your energy, the energy around you shifts tremendously. Yes. And that's exactly the same with fear, right? Whenever Mm -hmm. you realize you have the awareness that in this situation, I'm holding myself back because of fear. And what am I afraid of? And then if I'm afraid of it, can I do anything about it? Right. Right? So the choice is always yours, as you mentioned, that's wonderful. And also the awareness, what you Mm -hmm. you have. And that that changed a lot in me. Again, back to the layers. I, as you said, that my expectations towards a person who is usually a negative thinker or energy vampire or whatever <laughs> you want to call them, right? Toxic people, right? We all have mm-hmm. them in our lives. But when you realize that, okay, that was my expectation and that was my experience, but it's in the past. It is mm-hmm. now. And how do I want to see my future? What if I'm able to not change the person, but change my point of view? And as you said, send them love and appreciation and mm-hmm. thank them for whatever they were able and yes find dig deep and find those things what you can be grateful yes. for regarding that person that again helps you with that shift mm-hmm. to positive thinking and positive mindset instead yeah. of staying feeling stuck mm-hmm. yes and i think too like you said what happened in the past you know they say it an emotion lasts 90 seconds and the only reason we keep feeling the same feeling is because we're replaying that story in our minds and i think like you said something happens with somebody a month ago a week ago a day ago and then today we're still upset about it and we're still working ourselves up about it rather than dealing with the situation when it happens we just keep reliving it and you know it, it's like that saying it's like giving poison to somebody else but you're the one drinking it you know you're poisoning yes. yourself because <laughs> the only thing we have control of is ourselves. And so if we keep reliving stories of the past and which is what most of the population does, right? We're upset because we were mm. a victim as a child. We're upset because somebody treated us wrong. We're upset because somebody said something. We're upset because somebody didn't treat us the way we thought we should be treated. You know, there's all these <laughs> things And 10 years later, we're still upset and we're still getting worked up and we're still, and it's eating us up inside. And it's like, how, how can you move on? How can you be happy? How can you move out of fear when all that you're doing daily is reliving old stories from the past? Yes. Yeah. It just reminded me that Susan Jeffers calls her negative inner talk is the chatterbox. (laughs) (laughs) And actually there are some tools, some exercises in the book, how you can become more aware of that chatterbox, Mm -hmm. what it's saying. And then even just realizing that, oh, hello, that's just my negative self-talk. That's Mm -hmm. just my chatterbox. Is it really true? Just because it was true two years ago, is it really true today? Exactly. Or what can I do about it, right? So then that's that's you take back your power. And that's that's the most important thing. When you have the fear and you will have it, right? Mm -hmm. There is no escape from that. But do you approach it from the fear? I mean, sorry, from the, from power? from empowerment 
or you are approaching it from pain. Mm-hmm. That's again your choice. Yes. And it's interesting when people say, oh, well, I didn't have a choice. And then I always say, you had a choice. You just didn't choose the hard way mm-hmm. or the, <laughs> the part which was less appealing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? You weren't uh, ready to pay the price or weren't willing to pay the price right. for that choice, what you were about to make. And that mm-hmm. is true. And that is, again, taking responsibility for our yes. lives. Yes. And I think that's another thing a lot of people aren't ready to do is take radical responsibility. It's way easier to blame your parents for the way you were brought up (laughs) or, you know, your partner for the way they've treated you or your friend, right. For letting you down Mm or, and and I think that's one of the biggest things where we need to stop and say, wait a minute, I'm in control of me, right? Nobody made Mm -hmm. me feel a certain way. I felt that way because I was triggered how can I work through that? Right. And, and again, not everybody's willing to do the work. Not everybody's willing to say, well, I took part in that situation because nobody can treat you a certain way unless you allow it. Right. A lot of people will say, well, they don't, my partner doesn't love me. Right. Or my friends don't treat me. Right. And the first question I ask is, well, how do you treat yourself and how do you love yourself? That's, I just wanted to say that what is self-love for you? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. right or even just loving another person what do you give to the other person Mm -hmm. because that's what you always get back right exactly and people around us will love us and meet us where we are and so if we show people that it's okay to walk all over us if we we don't have boundaries if we we are opening ourselves up to that and i'm not saying it's somebody's fault what i'm saying is they have a part to play in it Right. Because a lot yes. of people are like, well, it's not my fault and it it's not their fault, but they have their part to play. You know, when you're in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a partnership, we all have our part of responsibility. And until we're willing to recognize that, then you, you can't reclaim control because you've given it away. And the moment you start taking yes. responsibility, it's like, well, wait a minute, I, I hold the keys and what do I desire in this mm-hmm. moment? Like you were saying earlier, it's not about what happened yesterday or last month or last year. It's right now, you know, what do we desire in this moment? And do we have the awareness to make the choices that are aligned with that? You know, mm-hmm. that's actually, there is a big part in field of fear uh, workshops where they highlight to become aware of the words expressions what we are constantly using and there is actually one i love that so much then when you say that oh i hope everything is going to turn out well and hope is the one which which dies last or something there is an expression in hungary anyway there is something like that maybe there is something similar in english as well my point is that it i always thought that hope is a positive thing and actually, Susan Jeffers explained it that no, whenever you're hoping for something, it Thank means you that you are just powerlessly, just powerlessly sitting in the situation, then you're hoping that it's going to turn out perfectly. But if you say that you trust or you know it's going to turn out well, see, that's the inner confidence, that's the inner trust, what you mentioned as well before, then there is no need for hope. But yeah, you can hope that it's not going to rain tomorrow, right? But do you have any control over that? No. no. <laughs> it's, you know, even <laughs> even if you have the best app, weather app on your mm-hmm. phone, 
last Saturday, my husband said, perfect day for do some outside work. And it was pouring rain. <laughs> and there was nothing in that in any word. I mean, weather apps, what we had on our phones, which said <laughs> that there is going to rain, right? It said, mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's cloudy, but no rain. It was pouring rain, right? <laughs> so anyway, my point is that you need to to gain that trust, that self-confidence when you you know that things are going to go well. And yes, maybe not today, but then tomorrow is a new day. And yes. if you're lucky enough to wake up in the morning with that attitude, with that expectation or even expectation in a positive way, right? way, mm-hmm. right? That's why yes. I'm using it here. Yeah. Or intention, maybe it's even a right. better word. When you have that intention that yes, the key is with me, as you said, I love that very much, then I make it happen because I have the power, I have the responsibility and I have the tools right. to make it happen. And if yes. I don't, then yes, right, today was, you know, not the best day of my life, but tomorrow <laughs> is another day, yes. right? So yes, obviously it's not roses and unicorns no. all no. the time, no. but if you have that positive attitude, you def- definitely can easily sailing through life than struggling. Yes. And that's the point, right? Enjoying, enjoying yes. your life. Yes. So many people go through life and they wake up and they've just been miserable, right? And it's it's a shame mm-hmm. because there's so much beauty around us in the little things. And when you can feel gratitude for the little things, right? The, the Feel gratitude for the fear and the fact that you noticed it, right? And that you were able to work through it. Feeling gratitude for just waking up, like you said, because it's a gift, right? What do I get to create today? And, and the mm-hmm. fact that yesterday isn't here anymore. So why nope. relive, right? And rehash. It's like, how how can I create something new and exciting? Um, and mm-hmm. not enough people do that, unfortunately. Yes. And and I do that. I'm not an exemption either. Mm-hmm. But but definitely being aware of it, it, it changes, yes. changes your life. The awareness is key. It, because if you're not aware yes. of something, how can you change it, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. So you're located in Canada. Um, I am in Canada, yes. What do your workshops look like? Is it weekends? Is it a day? Or is it hours? Um, How do your workshops work? So, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> workshops so usually the workshops are yes not that i like those word games i mean like uh, with the words around um yeah so they are usually eight hours and i like to split them into four hours because it is very tiring right it's very intense mm-hmm. let's put it that way mentally emotionally it is very intense so eight hours a day i tried that and it just drains you down right yeah so usually two hour, two days, and uh, again, it if it's a group coaching, then it's maximum eight people who okay. are going to participate. It's good because, well, if you are that kind of person, if you share your experience, everybody can learn from each other, right? So that's yes. a great benefit. If you are that kind of person who doesn't necessarily want to open up or talk about your own fears or insecurities in front of other people, then you have the one-on-one life coaching opportunity. That again can be eight hours. It would be always probably more because well, once we start talking and and chatting and crying and everything, <laughs> then I'm not gonna shut you off, obviously, right? Yeah. But uh, because so because I have a full time job, I usually organize them for the weekends, okay. and it would be Saturday, Sunday afternoon, and because just if you if 
have a week in between, then again, life starts to happen, right? right? So again, it's it, it can be personalized. Mm-hmm. Or we could do evenings as well. Let's say two hours, four day in a row. That's another setting I tried. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's usually for through Zoom. However, I told you when we were chatting before the the conversation that I participated. I went to an expo and I talked to a lady there. She said, and not just actually one of them, but many other people said that why don't you do it in person? Well. Answer number one, because COVID happened last year and before, so we weren't allowed to do many things. And not just that we weren't allowed, but many people became very afraid of actually going out and sitting in a a smaller room with other seven people or about eight people, because I should be, I should be there too, right? (laughs) And so that's, that's, that's one reason. So, but I think people are getting more comfortable nowadays Mm -hmm. and you have to find obviously a good location, which is centralized. So Zoom just became a very convenient mm-hmm. way to do those workshops. Right. But I'm open to in-person meeting as well because I still say body language, you know, reading your energies, mm-hmm. reading your faces, there is nothing similar yes. than in-person meetings, right? So definitely that would be the, the goal to do it in person. But since not everybody's in Calgary, then mm-hmm. it can be online as well. <laughs> I hope awesome. I answered your question. Though. <laughs> yes. Um, where can our listeners uh, find you? Website, Facebook. Um, we I will be sharing them in the comments of the podcast recording, but I'll let you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Okay. So I have two email addresses. They can use any of those. I think I have my phone number as well. So that's another way. There is a website, HWH Coaching, which is short for Health, Wealth and Happiness Coaching, (laughs) which is one of my future plans to kind of create a full program. But that's that's another chapter. Um, But that's why the name is Health, Wealth and Happiness Coaching, because I think it just sounds wonderful. So anyway, and there is uh, there is uh, an appointment so they can make an appointment and they can, you know, set up an appointment and talk about it. I'm planning to update my website to put the events on it, but Mm -hmm. also the events are posted on Eventbrite. So if they are searching for Fear the Fear and Do It Anyway workshops, Mm -hmm. that's another option. I have a LinkedIn profile, which is mostly well professional. My Facebook, it's it's very personal, and actually, Facebook was one thing didn't turn out the way that I, that I planned. <laughs> so I'm not saying that at the moment, but I might actually do another Facebook uh, page, page just for the group because honestly, my plan would be if I have enough people and enough people, even just five or ten people who already went through the workshop, then create a group. So I'm not sure it can be done through the website. That's why I said maybe Facebook Mm -hmm. is just easier in this way, right? But have a book and have a month, sorry, have a group and have a monthly call when we go through, you know, one tool at a time, asking how did you implement it into your life? Because Mm -hmm. that's the difference between reading the book and start using the the tools yourself or actually mm-hmm. coming to the workshop where you are forced to, well, nicely forced <laughs> to <laughs> use those tools so you can already, already implement them into your everyday life. And that's the yes. point of the whole workshop. But keep it alive in you. I think it's a very useful to come together once a month, pick one tool and talk about it 
repeat it what what does it mean how you can use it in your everyday life what is your experience with it so we can share that so in that for that definitely a facebook group would be useful very nice yes. very nice well mm -hmm. it was great speaking to you i loved learning about all the things that you've been doing um and about these workshops i'm sure there will be many women interested because it's work that's important and needed out there and as we said, we all connect in a different way with people and we have a different way of, of introducing things. So, um, yeah, so it was great yes. to hear your perspective in all the things. So I thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you to everybody listening. Uh, if you need to reach out to Ava, all of her information will be at the bottom of this podcast and you can reach out to her um, again. Thank you to everybody listening and thanks again for joining us. We thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Solistic Vibes podcast. If you enjoy these types of conversations, don't forget to subscribe. We certainly hope that you learned something today and that you too will continue these conscious conversations with those in your world.